Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. So today we are talking about things that are bringing us life right now. Just books or anything else that we are enjoying that's making us happy (laughs) and all that. Last week, we talked about how hard life can be and how to create and what to do kind of in those hard seasons. And so we thought it would be good this week to just kind of talk about some fun things. (laughs) So I'm very excited. I know Laura is too. (laughs) She's smiling like an idiot. (laughs) She can see it. She just has a very giddy smile. (laughs) It's okay. I, I accept that. I absolutely do. Well, can I tell you the big thing that's making me smile today? So we've talked romance for the last several weeks, and there's several book recommendations that came up. And and one that came up actually multiple times in our conversation was this book. I'm holding it up. You can't see it, but it's Two Wrongs Make a Right. Yes. You read it? I was up for yeah, I'm I'm in the process, so I, it's okay. been bringing me joy all throughout yes. last night and today. I picked it up from the first page; it grabbed me. Mm-hmm. I I stayed up ridiculously late last night reading it because it yes. was such it was such a delight, and yes. I, I had doctor's appointments in between. I'm like sneaking as much reading time in. I'm probably going to be up really late tonight finishing this book yes I love it it is wonderful I'm so glad. it's my all-time favorite I mean it's my favorite for this year like so far of all the books I've read and I think I'm I'm getting close to 50 for the year so it, it says a lot it's very That's high cool. on my list it's, I really really loved it there's so much to love there and and much of it do about nothing mm-hmm. inspiration I, I just Chloe Lee's her style is definitely mine. Yes. <laughs> Have you read any of her other stuff? I haven't, but I'm oh. I'm now very. You're much gonna like, love it. It's so good. It yeah. <laughs> Have you done the the sibling one? Yeah, the, I the, haven't the read quite partner? all of it. I've read um, I read well. I I loved book one and I read book two and loved it. I think in that series. I start, I think if I remember right, I think book three is the one that's like a couple that, that's struggling in their marriage. Um, they're like already married. And that one I struggled. With. I got maybe a quarter of the way in and I was like, this is just, it was really triggering at the time. And I was, it was making me very anxious. <laughs> so I was like, I need to stop. But I would really like to go back to it. Maybe I've been thinking lately that I would maybe go back to it soon. But at the time I was like, I can't read this. <laughs> just hit a little too close all of her books hit really close to home and yeah yeah that one was in a way that I couldn't handle whereas the other ones were in ways that I was like okay I want to hear I want to hear this you were this space for I love that and and I love that acknowledging that sometimes it's like okay this one's a little bit we're not in that that place we need to give ourselves that kind of grace too with it I yeah I love that but I really love her. Her writing is great. The things she shares are great. Like she's so open about her own stuff, like neurodiverse stuff. And it's just, she's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I really love her. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's delightful. Like the, the back and forth, the, the 
<laughs> witty banter, the yeah. characters, they're just, it's just a delight. So yeah. I will be the third person to say in the last, <laughs> you know, uh, six weeks, read this book. It's good. <laughs> yes. I love that so much. Uh, so something that's making me happy right now, that's like a little bit, well, I'll, I'll say the one thing first. So I just got Kindle Unlimited and it's really making me happy because not only is it access to tons of books, which is always good, but I had the library for that too. So like that doesn't really actually feel, but it's access to tons of books that are self-published, which I couldn't get as much access to in the library. And, um, what I'm really, this sounds so dumb, but I'm really liking that some of them are crap. <laughs> like they really are. I yes! mean, <laughs> maybe that's too extreme. And, and sometimes I flip through things just a little more than I would normally just cause I'm like, this is getting author's money and, and writing a book is always a great thing. And you know, you, you work yes. hard, cheers. But <laughs> some of them are really horrible and this is a weird thing to bring me joy, but it's bringing me a lot of joy <laughs> because it makes me feel like, I could do this. Like I could do, I could yes. do better than this. Um, yes. And there's something really encouraging about that. I think last year, really, yeah. I really intentionally tried to only read things that were like traditionally published, things that had big names, things that were getting a lot of publicity. Like I tried to read yes. things that were making lists and making waves and people were talking about. And, and that was intentional because I was like, I want to write something that's that good. And so I'm going yes. to read those books that are that good. Um, and it, it was great. And I feel like I learned a ton by doing that, but it was also really discouraging. <laughs> I'm just yes. like, oh, how do you ever write a book this good? And I'm just nowhere. I'm not there yet. I know I'm not there yet. And so it's been really encouraging to read some things that are not very good and to be like, oh I yeah, that. I can see that. I, I not only see that my writing is better than, than this, but also that yes. I can see how their writing could be improved. And that's kind of encouraging too. And because yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, Absolutely. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to to edit, I could make this book better. And that also helps me to feel like I can make my own work better too. <laughs> like just, just yes. be able to see those things. And here's some ways I could, or here's some pitfalls I'm falling into also. And, uh, it's interesting because I actually love that about reading The Duke and I by Julia mm -hmm. Quinn. Um, because I, as I was connecting with that book, there were multiple areas where I'm like, I, I felt that same kind of thing where I'm like, there are things in this book that I think could be improved and, yeah. and that I would have done differently. And I had confidence in that, mm -hmm. like, in that, that um, belief, I yeah. think. And, yeah. and sometimes that's part of it is like listening to ourselves and not just being like, oh, oh, we, we don't really know or kind yeah. of not listening to our voice, but like trusting our voice that that, that yeah. actually meant something. And I love that. I think that's a great point. <laughs> and, and I think it's actually a great practice. Yeah. The other day I read three novellas right in a row on Kindle Unlimited in one night. And I mean, they were novellas, so it was short. It's not really that impressive, but, um, but they were all like not, not great. And I came in to, to the bedroom after reading them and was like, so excited I told Brian like I just read the first books and I, I want to go write and I ended up staying up till like 1 1 a.m yes. writing because I was like it just felt so motivating like I don't know in an odd way <laughs> I love that and and but that's 
part of this, like it is the, the mental part that yes. whatever gives us motivation, whatever yes. like fills the tank. Yeah. And I think, I think it was CJ Redwine. I think she wrote a book because I think it was like her shadow queen series potentially. That was because she saw a movie um, that was done on Snow White and uh-huh. that she didn't like. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love whatever fuels us to be like, I can do this too, or I have a great idea. I have a way that this story could have been made that would have connected differently yeah. and would have said something else. And, and I, I love that kind of embracing an experience that just shows us something that shows yeah. us something that we do want to create. Um, yeah. And it helps give us that energy to kind of go forth. Thanks for saying that. Cause I feel kind of weird about it. Like it feels like such a negative thing to motivate me, <laughs> to be motivated by, but it's working for me right now. And it's bringing me life. So. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm here for it. And, and I do think that it's a really valid practice of when we read something and we, we know intrinsically that we would do something differently I think getting out of the just because sometimes we get almost in this critical place where we are almost just valuing it I think taking it and saying what would we do like what would we rather than going to that like what its value is taking that and creating something else like that's amazing and that's using it as fuel and and I, I think so often we kind of stop at the like critical part and you kind of don't go any further. Yeah. But if, when you use it as fuel, then you get to actually, actually create a thing. You get to actually move forward. You get to learn a thing about yourself and your own writing. Yeah. And I, I think, I think there's something that's built out of that rather than just, than just the response. Yeah, which brings me to the other thing that's really giving me life. I have written three novellas in the past six weeks, and I love them. They're ridiculous. They're so ridiculous, but they were so fun to write, and they were just like pure joy. And and I feel like I I feel like Kindle Unlimited gave me some freedom to do that because it was like these are sure they're not as good as some of the things that, that are out there, but they're better than a lot of the things that are out there or I like them better, you know, like I, I enjoy them more. Yes. Um, and that was really, it's really fun. Like, so it, it's been just like, it's been one of those projects that I feel like I have been totally free in. Um, like a lot of the books, well, the books that I wrote last year, one of them was like super close to my heart and super personal and super like, here is me ripping my chest open. <laughs> and that's hard. <laughs> like, yeah. The other two projects I worked on last year were, were like fantasy worlds with complex magic systems and other things. And they were hard for totally different reasons. There was like all this mental stuff. And so everything I wrote last year felt like this, it was good, a good challenge, but it was a challenge. And these novellas have just been like, so fun like they're just fun they're ridiculous and I if I ever publish them it will be under a pen name but they're fun and it's bringing me lots of excitement and joy I love that like choosing choosing joy choosing pleasure like Mm -hmm. 
I do think there's value in in that leaning into the things that are actually like sparking those things. Yeah, because I I do think they they allow what we create. I think to also have that joy associated with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As we write them, and when we write from that place of joy and pleasure. I I do think it transfers into the work that we do as well. Yeah, I agree. I hope so. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I I haven't been doing much writing other than (laughs) I've been, I am possibly um, going to be doing actually a memoir. Um, Yeah, I got the idea. I was writing down basically vignettes of what happened um, from my experience. And it was interesting because I, I was looking for anecdotal things about other people who've gone through oncovasculitis and experiences. And there's not much out there. Um, Mm. There's very little that's not um, a like Like doctor's publications type of thing. Um, And so I was kind of sitting with that. I'd already done a lot of the work of like writing it down. So I could even just remember from a medical Mm -hmm. history perspective. And I, there were so many weird little moments that throughout the process were actually pretty funny and (laughs) were just kind of these little strange humorous, even in like weird circumstances type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, toying around with that I'm kind of not trying to put too much pressure on time frame but the things that needed to be captured in real time I'm trying to write down at least from a general perspective so that I capture those funny details and the weird stuff um, which makes it a unique and uniquely interesting story I think Um, but I'm I'm going to be kind of working on that a little more. I've just been taking little notes here and there. And when a funny anecdote comes back into my mind where someone said something or there, there were a couple like humorous moments that you're like, am I, is there a hidden camera? Like what's (laughs) going on? And so like, I'm just kind of excited and motivated about seeing what comes of that, but Mm. also kind of, giving myself the time for it to unfold the way it needs to. Um, I do do think it's kind of, even though it's a, there's definitely some trauma that's going to be in the story. I do think that in many ways, like in acknowledging what's happened and kind of working through that, I think that's helped me kind of give put things in its in its place and and acknowledge the experience but also kind of see it in a little more context potentially (laughs) Um, or at least start to I love that you're doing that I think it's so great to do it to do it now even like it can be hard to write in the middle of stuff but I think it's also so powerful, such yeah. a powerful way to like reprocess things and reframe things and, and just exactly what you're talking about. And then you have it like, and have that opportunity to do something with it. 
later if you want. Um, you do forget, (laughs) you you forget quickly and it's so good to have those things captured. That's true. Even how you felt in like a specific moment, even when it feels like you'll never forget it. it, it, It's amazing how fast You you do. Yeah. And as I've been kind of healing and kind of processing, we've talked a little bit about what I've been kind of doing, um, from a, I would be watching things with my mom. And I thought I'd bring a couple of the fun ones that yeah. we watched. Like, <laughs> that have been really, we did a lot of Jane Austen. Like, we leaned in hard. Look to Jane Austen. <laughs> yes. That's that. Like, Autumn DeWilde's. Uh, it's true. Autumn DeWilde's new-ish Emma, the kind of very... They don't take anything really too we seriously. We saw that together they, in theaters, didn't we? We did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it made me, so good. it reminded me of that. Like it reminded of me of us going together and laughing mm. and enjoying that. And it, it, it's irreverent to this great degree that I, I think sometimes Jane Austen can get, you know, it's just so like, we must be faithful to the adaptation. And yeah. it didn't worry itself a ton about that, like about mm-hmm. it being perfect. Um, but it was just a delight. And seeing it again was, it brought back all those good like yeah. feelings. And it was, you know, I it was something that I think re-entering into those moments, re-entering into those pieces of art or you know, movies, books, any of those things that bring us joy. Yeah. I, it has such value. And and I've just given myself the invitation to do that. Mm-hmm. I, last week, I read Pride and Prejudice, which I haven't done in like 10 to 15 years, probably, mm-hmm. um, all the way through. And it, it was fun. I just did it in small little doses. And then we're working our way through the, my mom and I through the BBC, like um, Colin Firth one, um, which, which was such a, you know, part of my high school, like watching it. <laughs> and, and that's been so much fun. And then watching like Sense and Sensibility and mm-hmm. kind of, it's been a very long time since I've watched Emma Thompson's um, yeah, it's been a really long version. time I've watched it too. That's yeah. really fun. And and it's it's even the music I I love. It's interesting because the music was actually um, from that one, um, Sense of Sensibility, Patrick Doyle's soundtrack from that, and also Emma's Rachel Portman soundtrack. It was in my wedding actually. <laughs> I love the music I so much. That, yeah. Yeah. And so listening to the music again was like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was that was in my wedding. And it, it was just, it brought a lot of joy, pleasure. I and and I I'm reminding myself, especially like from this giving life, giving energy. Yeah. Remembering the things that have given us joy previously and finding them again, like mm. re-embracing them can really like give us uh, that that same joy. Uh, we almost kind of forget yeah. that it's there. And and that's been really powerful. We, Aaron and I have been kind of doing the same thing. He's um, doing a dinner and a movie night 
and we've been watching films that we saw when we dated um like the cutting edge and star trek generations Uh and and like re-watching things like tron and x-men and and it's just been so much fun even to to just sit and watch a film that you know really well Mm -hmm. and that maybe you've never really thought about this, the screenplay or how the story fits together. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this works really well because of this. And uh-huh. oh, the, the writing kind of falls down here a little bit. <laughs> like that's been really fun. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think we kind of like, we, we know that certain things will spark sense memories or, you know, like certain smells or things like that. And people talk about that all the yeah. time, but we kind of forget that like, a story can do that too in a really particular way. I love that the way that that these different stories have been a part of different seasons of your life and you get to kind of remember those seasons by rewatching them. That's awesome. It's also been fun because I did watch my first like movie that I that's new because um, I've, I've I'm starting to be able to I think connect with new stories again mm-hmm. really over the last couple of weeks I feel like the step downs on my prednisone has allowed a little more focus mm-hmm. and I got to watch um there's this new movie from it's on Hulu called Rosalind and it's I a saw that I haven't retelling. watched it yet but I like saw the thing is it good it looks it's a little a ridiculous but I love ridiculous oh, <laughs> it is ridiculous in the best way like oh. it, and that it was one of those things that I'm like, this looks kind of like it could either be, you know, really fun or it could be like a, a, a trash fire type of thing. It fun was either so way, right? Like you either get to that's, make fun of the trash was, fire or you get to enjoy the ridiculousness. That's, that's exactly. And it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It didn't take itself too seriously. It's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet from his ex's perspective. <laughs> She is a mess and I love her. Um, She like that character is a delight. And there, you know, it's not, I'm going to say it's not Shakespeare, but it is Shakespeare. Um, But they just, they knew what they were going for. And I Mm. think they, they did it so well. Um, Mm. Just funny and like, over the top and ridiculous and I loved every moment of it (laughs) (laughs) so fun I love when people take like a known thing like that and twist it on its head like that's just so fun like it's such a great hook or concept it's so is because you already have all that momentum going for it like especially I have softened a lot in how I feel about adaptation Mm -hmm over the last really 10 years and I love things that take a story I know and just come at it from a different lens come at it from a different perspective take a character in the background and are like well but what is this person's story I I think it can be endlessly fascinating and and it does it's a bit of a shorthand that entering into the story I think it eases you in a little more Mm -hmm. because you know part of this story you don't have to render it from scratch like it's not 
completely all new. And so in some ways that's a little cozier. Yeah. You get to have like a comfort read that's still surprising or like a comfort story that's still surprising. Yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of retellings as, as well in general can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, this is fun. <laughs> I, I like yes. talking. Maybe we should make this like a little tradition. I want to we do. Our, I would love to do this fun again. things that are bringing us life. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> we, we have to just also say that chocolate always brings life, right? So. Oh yeah. Eat more chocolate. Um, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. We hope that this episode gave you some some fun things to to go check out or try and to find your own joy in whatever that is without criticism from yourself or from others. Let, let yourself explore and just enjoy things, even if they're kind of ridiculous or like, um, or not very good books, you know, just, yeah, just feel that freedom to, to find whatever sparks your, your curiosity and your joy. So thanks for joining us. We hope that you would leave a review so other people can find us. And we hope that you keep reading and keep writing and keep putting your voice out into the world.